Hello and welcome to FMI.online's Three for Thursday. I'm your host, Ryan Spendolo, and today's three are the top three ways to land a dream job in digital banking. All right, hello everybody. Thanks for tuning into our weekly podcast. Uh, we're in season number two, and I'm really happy and uh, gratified that our host today is actually someone that we've had on the show before and who's kindly agreed to come back for a second time. Um, so we have Sunil Kamar uh, from Carbon Cars. Uh, hi there, Sunil. How are you today? I'm great, Ryan. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm glad to be here. And I'm glad that our last podcast was a great success and it helped some students. Um, about myself, quickly, uh, so my name is Sunil. I studied at IIT Bombay, a very famous college in India. And I changed a lot of jobs. And I'm currently a co-founder and chief operating officer of a company called Carbon Cards. We provide corporate credit cards to startups and private limited companies here in India. Some of our customers are like Unacademy, FarmEasy, MyGate, and a whole lot of companies that could not get corporate credit cards from banks. Yep, thank you. No worries, no, that's, that's fantastic. And so I guess you play in a, in a relatively niche part of the broader financial services industry, um, providing uh, these credit cards to, I guess, quite young companies without much of a financial track record. Is, is that a fair description of what you do? Yes, we are in this niche space because the space is left by banks uh, for a variety of reasons. And um, we not only are partnering with young startups on this, but we are uh, basically growing with them. To give an example, when a customer comes to us at the early stage of funding, they get one lakh limit. But when they become unicorn, they get a million dollar limit. Um, so we grow with them and we are a startup and we love you know, startups and want to be part of their journey. Yeah. Sounds like a very uh, mutually beneficial relationship. And I guess being a startup yourself, you understand the mentality and the culture um, of your customers, of your clients, perhaps better than many of the big banks. Um, but, but you operate in, in what you describe as the, the digital banking space, which I think is something which is of, of great interest to our, to our listeners because a lot of our listeners, they're younger people. Um, they are trying to forge a career in the financial services industry. They are tech savvy. They are digital themselves in terms of their lifestyle. And so this whole idea of digital banking is something that I guess our, a lot of our listeners anything anyway would be quite um, comfortable with. It, it, just, for, just for kind of, I guess, um, clarity and, and completeness, how I would describe digital banking, I guess, is using technology to deliver banking services. Um, it's a very kind of simple explanation, but I think it encapsulates it fairly well. And not only in delivering financials, the, the financial services or, or, or financial products, but also using technology to perhaps deliver these in a more cost-effective, more efficient, more um, innovative way. Would that be a, a, a fairly fair description from your point of view of, of what digital banking is? Yes, it is. And I will... Um share a couple of stories 
to describe the evolution of digital banking. So when I was in 10th grade, I went to a bank in the morning at 10 a.m. to get something we call as an overdraft. And I was asked to wait for the entire day to get that overdraft piece of paper because the process was inefficient and it was not digital. Today, um, I don't need to go to the bank to basically get overdraft or checks and things like that. I can just go to the bank's portal and order it and it would be delivered at my home. Now, there, there, are, there are a lot of changes on the digital end here uh, because when we, uh, or a lot of people think about digital, they just think about digital user interface that they see, but process needs to be digital, not just uh, from the consumer side, but also on the bank's end and various parties they interact with. So digital basically uh, means the entire digital supply chain of each and every financial instrument and how it is served, including the KYC, onboarding and everything. So that's what one should think about digital banking, not just the app that most people think about. And digital will truly revolutionize the financial industry because nobody can, you know, wait for an entire day for the money to be transferred. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a good point to remember um, technical uh, from a technical point of view, digital banking is, as you say, not just what we see on our smartphone, but it's all... Uh, what, what fascinates me is when we're using technology to um, make decisions that in the past would have been done by by people, by teams. So I guess thinking about carbon cars and, and, and credit type decisions, it's, it's using big data. I, I guess it's using artificial intelligence. Um, it's using all of that really cool, funky technology to help make better, more quicker, more efficient decisions that in the past would have been done by people and perhaps prone to bias or human error or, or just take a, a really long time to, to get through. Yes, that is correct. So digital, as you said, not just about the app, but about how the banks are operating. If you want to go to a bank to an India, you would notice that there are lots of papers around. And with papers, there are a lot of people also sitting and interacting with customers on every small query. The digital means, can you have a paperless process? And that paperless process would be digitized and everything would be more efficient. Um, and you don't have to wait, you don't have to visit, the services would be delivered. But I do understand a lot of people are still not sure about digital and how they should go about it um, in terms of career. So let me share you one more example and talk about what students should do. Yeah, so, please. Um, roughly about eight years ago, um, we had a visitor from a city bank um, at our college campus in the United States. Mm. Um, we asked him a very basic question. Why isn't there a branch of your bank in our city, Cincinnati, Ohio, United States? Um, we would much rather, you know, open a bank account at JP Morgan that has a branch versus you. So the Citibank guy simply told us that we have a lot of customers in Cincinnati. We are operating digitally and we are able to serve them. In fact, our satisfaction survey it shows that we have a higher CSAT score serving customers digitally than you know, with the physical branches. I'm not trying to say that there won't be any branches down the road, but 
what I request, you know, the students to read about digital banking. In fact, if they are thinking about the career of digital banking, they should read what is a digital banking, not just think about the technology of front interface, what is at the back end, how, what is evolution, because five years down the road, when we are going to talk about digital banking, it might mean something different than whatever we are discussing. It would be digital banking could mean uh, blockchain tokens or bitcoins. It would not be simply INR or dollars. So people should not just read about, you know, um, you know, just whatever they see in the newspaper, but read about digital banking and how it has already transformed the industry, the phase, and how blockchain and Bitcoin could future could make a big transformation down the road. Once they have read that, they would develop a keen interest in a specific field. And then they could think about what they want to do or not want to do, whether they are still interested or not in things like that. So read about digital banking as much as possible. Go beyond what you have read about banks and try to read about blockchain and how that is transforming the digital banking even further. Yeah, well, really good idea, Sunil. Really good tip there. Um, and, and I know that you know banks across the globe in every shape and size are pouring billions and billions of dollars into research into things like distributed ledger technology and where, where that could actually lead is, is, is very, very exciting. So it sounds like it's a part of the financial services industry, which is um, uh, uh, innovative, it's growing, it's rapidly growing, it's going to need smart young people to join the industry, to help drive the industry, to help generate the new ideas, uh, to continue to be innovative. And so it sounds like a very exciting part of the industry to, to be involved in. So Going back to our topic of this podcast, the top three ways to land a dream job in digital banking. Um, it's great to have someone with your expertise on board. So would you like to give us your, your first idea that would help young people get into um, digital banking? Yes. So first thing which we just briefly talked about was read about digital banking and then blockchain. Um, you would understand how the financial industries uh, or financial sector has evolved over a period of time and where it is heading. So try to read as much as possible about that. Um, so that's point number one. Point okay. number two is we all have certain interest or we are good at it. Let's say if somebody is good at marketing. Okay. So then you want to think about what is a product you would love to market, whether it is Bitcoin or whether it is some fixed deposit product or maybe a corporate credit card that we have. You would want to explore the area of investment banking, okay, which a lot of people want and love. So you want to go deeper into the fields, different fields that are available in the financial sector and try to read about each one of them and see what makes sense. A lot of folks would be confused after reading which makes sense and which does not. And I have just one advice for them. Let's say, you know, I want to become an investment banker. Okay. I read about it. Can I ask my friend if he knows another investment banker? Can I ask my father or maybe a college professor if he knows another investment banker? Have a one-to-one meeting with that person. Okay. There are enough people working in KYC and they find that quite exciting because they love interacting with the customers and the way they do it. So you would want to find a person with whom you want to speak 
to understand what they do, what they find exciting, what is something they wish they would like to do and what not. So first, read about the fields. Second, once you have you know, identified a particular sector and the type of job you want to do, find individuals who are doing that day in, day out and speak to them. You can always reach out to people over LinkedIn saying, I'm interested in this career. Can you spare 15 minutes with me? And it's okay if you don't get the CEO, get the ground guy, you know, who would be happy to share. So that is the second part. Third thing, and this is most important one, because we don't know what we want to do. A lot of people mm. don't know what they want to do. And I was in that shoe when I was in my last year at the college. Okay. Um, so let's say, you know, I'm fascinated by digital banking, you know, what I would like to do is figure out what challenges did I face in banking. Okay. So I gave you an example at the beginning that I had to wait an entire day to get the overdraft. That was my own personal experience. Or the bank told me that I have to go to the local branch to deposit that check. Mm. So these problems are there today also in some shape or form. Find a problem that you personally face and you would want to solve. So that will also help you decide what you want to do or which segment you want to do but try your best to relate to that problem and say you know what i want to solve that problem initially you know you could basically go and get a job uh, at a particular company now again when i am looking at you know various jobs in various segments i would suggest the student to join a startup because they they are doing something different that's why they exist the banks are already there. They are doing something different. So if you have a risk appetite, go and join a startup that is solving the problem you are passionate about. Go and join a startup that is working in the field that you want to. It might not be as high paying as you know whatever you could possibly get the bank, but at the initial part of a career, you just want to learn as much as possible because that will decide the future trajectory of your career. So read as much as possible, speak to someone um, or speak to many people who mm -hmm. are doing something you want to do and then join an early stage startup if you're truly passionate about that. And that will lead you a great career in digital banking, which is truly at a transformative stage and it will change um, in this period of five to 10 years, and you would want to cast this wave and make something great, um, you know, in your professional life. So Neil, I, I think that's, that's really, really great. And, and I think that that's really good advice for, for anybody listening. Um, and, and I like the way how your three ideas are, are structured in, in a certain way. The first, the first thing that you suggested is, you know, take some time to educate yourself, to learn yourself, to read broadly about what digital banking is, what are some of the key um, ideas that support and are driving digital banking forward to see if you find anything which is particularly of interest to you. Um, you may, during that process, find out what's going on in that digital banking space that you didn't know existed beforehand as well. Who knows where you, once you go down that rabbit hole where, where that might read. The, the second point in terms of talking to people, it, it's a topic that comes up time and time again on our podcast is it's the power and the value of, of networking with people. Network with people, network with people that you, um, 
can, can help you. Uh, people generally speaking, uh, for the most part, uh, are really glad to help other people. Um, and you're not asking for much, you're asking for 15 minutes of their time maybe. Um, but And as you say, LinkedIn is, is a very powerful platform for that. Um, the last one's for me, probably the most interesting. I, I really love this idea because digital banking often is about, you know, disrupting the way that things are currently being done and to find better and innovative ways to, to solve existing problems. And I think if you can find something uh, that you've experienced yourself that you think can be done better, or if you can find something that was a problem that you couldn't do in a more traditional banking way, if you can find that, and if you can experience that yourself, if you can experience what that problem was like, if you can experience what those frustrations were, if you can put yourselves in the shoes of of of, of that issue, I think you are much more driven, um, much more motivated, and much better positioned to to contribute to solving to that problem rather than just saying joining a company and say, look, we're going to put you on this project. Um, it's to do X, Y, and Z. And if you have no real experience in that. You don't have the same motivation. You don't have the same skin in the game to solving it. So um, that last one for me particularly was really interesting. Well, I'm really happy that you find it interesting. And I hope that our listeners, especially students, uh, get something good out of it. I would be really glad and happy that, you know, um, we discuss something that would be helpful. In fact, if I have to give an advice to myself, you know, when I was 20, I probably wouldn't change anything. And I'm really glad that you're doing this podcast and sharing some of this advice, which is practical in some form of some fashion to the students. And hopefully they are able to make a better choice for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very nice sentiment to end on, um, Sunil. Uh, we, 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 we're at the FMI. Uh, we, we're, we're the same. We just really want to, we're, we're really passionate about helping people get their dream job in finance and having people like yourself with the experience that you have, you know, just these little tips, just help build people's arsenal of ideas to help them crack into that dream job. So again, thank you ever so much for your time. Um, the, the first time that we had you on our podcast was um, one of our most popular podcasts. I'm sure this is going to be very, very popular as well. And and hopefully Sunil, we might have you back for podcast number three at some stage, if you, if you, if you can find time in your busy schedule at Carbon Cards. Sure. It was uh, nice talking to you, Ryan, and I'm always there to help. Um, and I hope to connect to you sometime soon. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Um, hopefully, uh, might even get out to um, India one day sometime soon and um, we can catch up over lunch and have a chat about digital banking in a little bit more depth. Yes, I look forward to that. Yes. Awesome. All right, Sunil. Hey, thanks ever so much. And thank you to our listeners that have joined in again or tuned in again this week. Uh, we are always ever so appreciative of your support. Uh, remember, uh, you can help us by downloading um, and rating our podcast, which can be found at all the usual places, at places like Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, we have tons of free resources on our website at fmi.online, so please make sure that you go and visit and check that out. Uh, me, uh, my name is Ryan Spendlow. Thank you very much for joining in, and we'll see you next Thursday.